Hello friends, it's Trip, the host of Tree of the Week, the podcast that you are listening to right now. Um, I'm just going to let you know that this is uh, actually the second episode that I recorded, but the first episode I really don't like and I think it's really bad, so that one is not ever going to see the light of day. This one, however, is, because I do like this one, but it it's a strange first episode because I explain nothing about how the podcast works, what it's about, and it also is a special because it's for Valentine's Day, so I talk basically only about that. But so I just thought I would, you know, slide this little section right at the beginning of the episode so that you understand what it is that you're listening to and maybe why I might refer to this episode as the second, even though technically now it is the first. So... What is Treat of the Week? It's a review show where I talk about the things that I did that week, what I thought of them, give you some recommendations. Um, they're supposed to be different segments, like, you know, about, like, food, drink, media, experiences, fun facts I learned. But um, this, I, honestly, the first few episodes, I'm kind of just taking it, like, fast and loose, just just playing with what I like to do and uh, just trying to be funny and talk about things that I have done or experienced. That's the show. This is the first slash second episode, um, and we're talking about Valentine's Day stuff, so I hope you enjoy. I hope that I get it out on time. See you guys around right now. You will be hearing my voice in three, two, one. Enjoy! Welcome to the second episode of Treat of the Week! Oh my god, guys, second episode. Um, I am actually, in fact, in the podcast studio this time. I just realized today that the print on the wall is in fact not like a generic woman holding a microphone. It's a lion. I literally had no idea that it was a lion. Um, King's things, you know. We we love a good lion over here. Anyway, welcome to Treat of the Week. Second episode, going strong. Um, And guess what, guys? It's coming out on Valentine's Day. Oh my God, love is in the air, guys. Are you in love? Do you have a Valentine's Day? Do you have a Valentine's Day? Yes, you do. It's today. Do you have a Valentine's, though? That's the real question here. I, um, I'm gonna keep that information to myself, you know? I'm kind of shy about it. You know, that's my personal life. We don't have that kind of relationship here. Maybe, like, on episode three, I'll start, like, spilling the real tea about my life. But whether or not I have a Valentine, I can neither confirm nor deny. So you can read into that however you like. But it's cute and it's fun, so I'm gonna give into it. And it's on a Wednesday, which is now the best day of the week, because that's the day that Treat of the Week comes out. And it's also when I record. So you're hearing this a week in advance, so I'm not really feeling the Valentine spirit, except I am, because I spent all of this morning preparing, doing my research about the day, about what we're gonna talk about, because yeah, I'm a good podcast host and I'm committed to Treat of the Week. Let's go. So I think just a lovely way to start off, like kind of thematically, you know, is to go through some of the the possible gifts that you could give your Valentine if you have one and if you are so inclined. If you're a nice person, if you want to treat the you know the other the other party involved, then here's some ideas that I could give you. Um, and we're gonna go through and we're gonna rank the different gifts or things that you could do for your Valentine. Um, and I'm gonna go through and kind of give my opinion, give you some tips and tricks on what I think would make your Valentine's Day good. And this is probably gonna go up like maybe mid to midday to like late evening. So you'll probably have a good five hours to um, follow this advice yourself. And I hope you do because um, it's gonna be good advice. And who who doesn't love a little bit of an impulsive gift here and there? Okay, so I hope 
I hope I'm the only advice you're following and that this is the only idea that you have and that you're scrambling at the last second. I'm sure your partner will really appreciate it. It will show your passion, really, that you just really wanted to, like, get the, the best advice at the last possible second and then make them feel... And, like, you should leave them in suspense for a little bit. It's like when you, um... Like, I don't think anyone wants to know that they're getting proposed to, you know? You want it to be a surprise. So you gotta let your, like, your partner be a little bit disappointed first and then you can, like, swoop in with a great gift like from the advice that yours truly is oh my god why am i getting so sorry <laughs> something freaky is happening with my laptop right now fucking amd software adrenaline edition why is adrenaline edition trying to download onto my fucking laptop right now i'm trying to record a podcast oh my god my adrenaline is fucking pumping after that jesus fucking christ that was a jump scare oh my god sorry i don't even know how to explain what just happened i just got like a fucking like malware fucking alert like fucking adrenaline experience Whatever, you guys don't understand. I might cut that out. Oh, who knows? Maybe I'll leave it in a little behind the scenes tease. What was I saying? Right, so you want to leave your partner kind of like thinking that you forgot about them, but then you swoop in last moment with a great gift and it's going to lift their spirits so much that they're going to love you even more because they thought you forgot. It's like throwing a surprise party even, you know? No one wants to know that they're having a surprise party until they're being surprised and like, oh my God, I thought you guys forgot and look at all this stuff. So it'll be like that. So I hope, I, yeah. Exactly, exactly right, exactly right. Anyways, so the first thing I'm gonna, like, one one option that we could approach here is chocolates, okay? It's an old classic. I personally have the worst fucking sweet tooth right now. I've had the worst sweet tooth since September 1st, basically. Since setting foot, even even thinking, preparing for university, suddenly a, a, like, a, a switch has been flipped in my brain that I cannot go more than 12 hours without a sweet little something on my m lips slash mouth slash tongue slash uh, stomach, okay? Like, I just need it to help me get through the day. I literally cannot make it through the day unless I have a sweet treat. Like, so recently I was telling my friend about some like stressful stuff that's been going on in my life and he was like, oh my God, I'm surprised you don't smoke cigarettes. I'm surprised you haven't picked up smoking cigarettes. And I'm like, girl, I've picked up a, not a worse habit. Um, not gonna lie, it's not worse than smoking cigarettes, but it's, it's still a habit for for real. So and that and my habit is treats. Chocolate would be an obvious choice for me, you know. But the thing is, expensive chocolate, you know, chocolate that you would feel like, "Oh my god, this is a real gift." is honestly kind of fucking gross. And I will stand by that because a lot of like rich bougie chocolates will be filled with fucking slime unnecessarily. Like you think you're going in for a lovely little bite of like some pure milk chocolate vibes and then suddenly there's slime everywhere. There's slime just pouring out of every fucking orifice. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't want that. I didn't sign up for fucking slime. I signed up for chocolate, okay? And I'm just really upset about it. And it's just every time, like I can imagine those like those really nice like rich vibes. It's like Cadbury chocolate. It's not really rich vibes, but to me it's rich vibes. Like the nice like gift box of like Cadbury chocolate you know with all the different kinds there's like maybe one singular fucking chocolate in there that I would eat because the rest of them are filled with slime okay and if you don't know what I'm talking about then you just wouldn't get it okay because only the real ones know what the fuck I'm saying because this slime is out in 2024 no more slime in food I'm sick of it no more slime guys I'm very passionate about there not being any more fucking slime in the food girls okay no more fucking slime <laughs> <laughs> There's the people fucking walking past the podcast. You're like slime. What? What the fuck? What the fuck is he talking about? Slime. The like nice like Valentine Day chocolates for me would kind of be a miss. Like I would love the presentation. Like you know a nice like crisp 
box like I don't know like a little bit of like lovely calligraphy on the front and everything like good nice romantic vibes you know but then you open it up and it's just a disappointment so I wish like you like get the box like get the packaging get the um presentation maybe but just take all the slimed out fucking chocolates out of there and maybe just put like a fucking Malteser in there or like a you know take a box of celebrations and just pour them into the box that I like you know and then it'll feel nice maybe wrap maybe put a bow on it or something that would be the vibe okay and I think that is the life hack I think that's the way to go at least in my opinion and for the same people out there who also don't appreciate their chocolates just having unexpected slime in them okay kind of a hit kind of a miss depending on how you do it uh chocolates overall would get a yes for me if done correctly anyways jewelry jewelry is kind of an interesting topic i think like when it comes to gifts because personally i have never been gifted jewelry before because i'm not really like someone that wears a lot of jewelry anyway but i think if someone got me something that was like thoughtful like nice like like kind of stylish like cute jewelry maybe i would wear it but it, i mean i guess I guess I'm not really the right person to be talking about this because I literally just said I don't wear jewellery, but okay, I, I've written some notes and we're going to go over them. Also, guys, I literally wrote notes for this podcast, can you believe it? I hope this is the first episode that people will watch or listen to, you know? Maybe I just won't upload the first one, who knows? But anyway, that is insider baseball. Let's get back to the jewellery discussion, shall we? Okay. So, as my notes say, um, jewellery is very sweet and it's kind of giving rich, you know? As I was saying before, like... You know, you could have your nice presentation and have it look kind of, you know, rich, bougie vibes. But I feel like jewelry in general, it's always going to give rich, nice, nice vibes, especially if it's, you know, nice jewelry. But my caveat there is if it isn't nice jewelry, then don't get it, okay? Because it's just going to be shit. It's just going to be junk, okay? I don't want a piece of fucking Primark jewelry. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I, you know, love Primark and everything, but the jewelry, I'm not really, you know for a valentine's day gift surely not surely not okay not to be classist or anything guys okay my mom saw benefits okay my mom saw benefits i have the boss <laughs> yes yeah, so I'm, I'm not classist guys you can you can have your primark jewelry if you really want to but for valentine's day i'm not so sure about that one okay i'm just trying to give you the, the truth of the matter um but i feel like an, a nice piece of jewelry could be quite like sentimental because it like it lasts longer than like say something like chocolates or flowers or like a meal it can become like a permanent fixture but this could go wrong very easily because what if you get gold for a silver girly or silver for a gold girly and then what are you gonna do you look like a fucking dickhead you look like you don't pay fucking attention girl okay so we gotta do our research before we get into the jewelry store okay we need to be observant and you know you don't want to get like the different kind of aesthetic because what if you have like someone who like loves like cool um big chains you know <laughs> like what if you what if someone loves a cool big chain and then you give them a little dainty fucking like bracelet no it's not gonna work what if you get them a red ring when they really wanted a blue ring okay so we have to do our research before we we before we get ourselves in hot water okay because we don't want to upset our valentine on valentine's day you know we want to keep them waiting we want to think that we forgot about them we want to kind of psychologically play with them but we don't want to get them the wrong kind of jewelry okay that's a step too far that is over the line okay <laughs> 
But, you know, if you feel like you're up to the challenge, then I would say go for it. Because I think even though, like, as I said a million times, I don't really wear jewelry like that. I think if someone got me, like, a nice little thing that was, like, thoughtful and they thought, like, maybe it suited me, I would be like, oh, wow, that's so cute. Jewelry, however, you know, I did some background research as well because I'm such a good researcher for this podcast now. Like, I'm just so serious about my job at the KCL uh, Radio Society. <laughs> Treat of the week, number one worldwide podcast with these notes, girl. Let's let's get up the Spotify charts, Spotify wrapped, number one. It's coming, 2024. <laughs> but anyway, I so as, as I did in my research, I, like, looked up some fucking, like, uh like jewelry brands or whatever and i don't know i just clicked on like the second link on google (laughs) um and it was tiffany's um and oh my god it was it was it looked like cute little teenage girl jewelry like kind of like just like a tiny little silver chain with like a little like tart pendant at the end and it was three thousand pounds three thousand um I don't think I like anyone enough to buy them something worth 3,000 singular pounds from my bank account. I don't know about that, but maybe if your dad has a good job, you could do that, maybe. But And you know what? More power to you, girl, if you can. I thought uh, 3,000 pounds on a Valentine's Day gift. That would be great. Unfortunately, I cannot do that. That is literally like a third of a year at university. You might as well fucking enroll them at that rate. Like literally get them an an education, get them a degree. Come on, girl. Like, I feel like there's some, there's some better things that we could be using this money on besides a little silly fucking heart pendant. But that's just my opinion. Okay, so maybe jewelry would be an L for me. Um, right. So I suppose like a cheaper alternative to this would be maybe like clothes, right? Because I don't think like a nice top is costing three thousand doll hairs. Um great British pounds. <laughs> um, but I think at least for me, I feel like in that respect, I more so imagine like a shopping trip like date not so much present you know with a present i want to be surprised like i want to be able to unwrap it and be like oh my god thank you so much whereas clothes is giving we're going onto the town and i'm gonna be like can i get this and then the other person's like yes of course you can and i'm like oh my god thank you so much for the money (laughs) you know thank you so much for that girl and that could be romantic you know as, as like a date for valentine's day again maybe if you're rich Maybe if you're rich. Um, Or just very generous. Anyways, moving swiftly along. The next um, little bullet point I have is plushies. Um, And I know a lot of people will love a good plushie, especially for Valentine's Day. Because it's just a cute little guy. You just get a cute little thing. And then, like, I know you bitches. I know what you bitches do. Your boyfriend will get you a a fucking toy not even your boyfriend it could be your fucking just just the man that you're in love with that doesn't want you he could get you something and you're like oh my god it's like our child (laughs) oh my god you're the dad i'm the mom (laughs) and then when you break up it's like a divorce and you have so many of them and they've just been abandoned they're just lying there they've been abandoned they have abandonment issues you keep bringing new men into your life and you keep leaving them being abandoned how are they gonna be able to deal with this okay you need to let you need to stop this behavior but i know you won't because it's fun we need to we need to break free from this cycle of abuse (laughs) 
So I think the topic of plushies just kind of reminded me of like Build-A-Bear because Build-A-Bear is so cute and I love like browsing the Build-A-Bear website. Um, and then I know for a fact they're gonna put those fucking ads on my Instagram again for fucking buildabear.com, but it's fine. I approve. But I also kind of don't approve because something strange that I have noticed going on at Build-A-Bear fucking headquarters is like the adult section, right? Build-A-Bear is supposed to be cute and innocent. Why are you- why is all the- why are they like sex themed? Why are you trying to make me believe that these Build-A-Bears are drinking copious amounts, going on benders, coming home, fucking, having unprotected sex? <laughs> why are you trying to make me believe that the Build-A-Bears are doing this? I don't really understand what the fuck is going on. Why- why- why is it giving, like, fucking Walter Wall Street over at Build-A-Bear.com right now? <laughs> because it's like, you naughty devil. <laughs> like, oh, well, what do you mean, Build-A-Bear? What are you insinuating? Are you saying that I'm gonna give this to someone and I'm gonna have sex with them? Are you saying that I'm gonna give this Build-A-Bear to someone as a gift and then I'm going to have sexual relations with them? <laughs> Is that what you're trying to imply? Because honestly, I don't want that, actually. I wanna give my Build-A-Bear to someone. I could be giving this to my friend. It could be a friendly gift for adults, of course. Um, you know, my my me and my adult friend. I could just maybe want to give my adult friend a gift. I just want to. I don't want it to be sex themed. Oh my god! If you want a good laugh, go on the fucking Build a Bear website and look at the fucking adult section of the of the like sensual robes and like the lingerie on the fucking like on the fucking like bunny teddy bear. Like, what is all that about? I I honestly don't know. Like it it's it's strange. I don't really know what's going on at the marketing department. I wonder how much they're selling. And if someone got that for you, if someone got you like a slutty fucking Build-A-Bear, how would you feel about that? Because honestly, I think I would be a little bit cringed out. I would be like, why did you buy this? But that's just me. Again, this is just my opinion. This is my show, guys. Okay, it's just my show. It's just my show. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. If you if you like your slutty little fucking Build-A-Bear who goes, who goes on benders every weekend, then that's more power to you, girl. But me, personally, I don't know about that. <laughs> but I think an innocent... Build-A-Bear, like a lovely little like axolotl or something, like maybe that would be cute, like with a little personalized message, like, happy Valentine's Day, babe. <laughs> if you want to drop that one, maybe that'd be sick, you know? But again, at risk of being ugly, you need to know the person's type and taste because again, a lot of the fucking Build-A-Bears on my website are ugly as fuck. <laughs> they are ugly as fucking sin. <laughs> And um, if someone got me an ugly build of it, I would honestly, it would just be such a sad day for me. It would honestly ruin my day. <laughs> um, so be careful. It's dangerous out there. And um, don't get stupid accessories because that is an ick. Anyways, <laughs> finally, my final little point about um, possible like gifts and stuff, you know, is a card because I love cards. I think this, for me, personally, is the best option, okay? And my Valentine out there, if you if you do or do not exist, first of all, and if you are or are not listening, then pay or do not pay attention, basically, is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> a well-thought-out card is meaningful, lovely, it's beautiful, it shows that you care about the person, you know, and I think it's just like the best option. I am a big words of affirmation girly. Like I love to receive words of affirmation, but I love gift 
giving. And so this podcast is my gift to you, in fact. <laughs> it's my gift to the audience. So I think a good a good thought out card, maybe a little poetic, you know, maybe a little bit meaningful. You can do a little callback to something earlier in the relationship. Like, oh my God, I remember that time we went, we went um, skiing together. Oh my God, that was so funny when you fell over on the, on the ski slope, you know, do a callback, do a little reference, say, maybe do a joke, perhaps, and then say, listen, girl, love you so much. So glad you're my Valentine. And I hope we um, do something in the future, okay? That, that'll be a lovely gift. That'll be a lovely gift. And I would eat it up. Um, but I think that kind of, like, the thought is what really matters here. Like, again, for all of these things, like, maybe you could get a really thoughtful, um, sexually charged Build-A-Bear. Maybe you could get a really thoughtful 3,000 pound necklace. And maybe you can get a really thoughtful piece of chocolate it really is about the thought okay and so just a little note i did look up some like valentine's day cards just to see what's on the market you know just as part of my research of course guys as part of my research and strangely enough i found two separate the traitors themed valentine's day cards um and i didn't realize that that was a genre that was apparently in such high demand um I guess it makes sense because it's a very popular show right now, but it's just quite bizarre. So I'll read you two of the captions because I thought they were quite funny. Roses are red, violets are blue. I'm not a traitor because I'm 100% faithful to you. And then it's like a picture of like Claudia Winkleman like mewing to the camera with like two fucking people in cloaks behind her. Um, And then the other one is to my Valentine, I will always be faithful to you. So that one was kind of like just like retreading old ground with the first one the first one was more of a sleigh so yeah but honestly if someone got me one of those i'd be i would be kind of gagged because like it's kind of funny like so if you're at a loss for what kind of card to get maybe i would suggest a traitors themed one and even better if they haven't seen the traitors because it would introduce them to the lore it would be a way to sort of encourage them into getting into the um cinematic masterpiece which is the traitors although i will say the australian version is better and you should be watching that one and i don't even like claudia winkleman that much i'm sorry i'm a hater i've never seen strictly come dancing i don't know why she's even on the traitors i don't know who she is um but claudia if you want to come on the podcast and squash the beef then i'm all for it it's treat of the week ex claudia winkleman collab coming soon oh my god (laughs) i think like if you compare a good a good like card a good thoughtful card to perhaps the worst possible gift that you could get someone a gift card the the disparity is like on the the fucking north and south pole girl that's that as far away as possible as you can get my one piece of advice that you should be following if you don't listen to a single other thing that i say today if you're like i fucking love sexually charged builder bears fuck you bitch okay okay that's fine get that then that's fine that's fine um just don't do it through a gift card girl at least buy the builder bear yourself don't give the, don't give the fucking girl a gift card for fuck's sake gift cards are probably the worst gift you could possibly get someone Unless it's like maybe their favorite shop of all time, but even then, you should just go to the shop and buy what you know that you like 
what they like from the shop itself and then bring it to them. I don't want a gift card, you know? And I don't want to see how much you spent on the gift card, you know? I don't want it to be like, oh, I spent 15 pounds on this fucking M&S gift card. But, like, I, I don't know why I thought of M&S, first of all, but, like, that's just the first thing that popped in my head. Like, I don't want this fucking JD fucking 20 pound gift card. Like, okay, I'll get one singular trainer. Thank you so much, G. If you get someone a gift card, I think it just shows that you're not paying attention. You're just not, you're not attentive at all. You don't care. And that's my take. So first of all, flop. Second of all, breakup. Third of all, death penalty. Maybe lethal injection. Um, last, last note on all of this. But I think flowers are always a good thing. Flowers shouldn't even be a Valentine's thing. It should be an all year round kind of thing. And you know, if someone's gonna buy a whole vase for your flowers, maybe you should, it should be like, like a repeated thing so that the vase doesn't go to waste. And that's a bar, so you know it's true. Every three business weeks, a bouquet should be delivered. That's written in the British Constitution, actually. Oh my god, guys, did you get that? That's a little bit of political humour over here at Truth of the Week. Because the Britain doesn't actually have a um, codified constitution. Little politics A-level tease. I'm literally going to cut that out. No, I'm not. That's for my friend. Cece, if you're out there listening, that one was for you. <laughs> um, anyways. So... As another little piece of um, research for this episode, I went over and looked at some... uh, I I googled Best Valentine's Dates in London 2024 Um, and a list of 65 things to do came up. Oh my god, we're in luck, guys. 65 things. That is going to be a busy day. (laughs) Okay, that's going to be a busy day. But so I went through and a lot of it is like do a pottery class, go to Kew Gardens, which is like, I guess that's good advice, right? And then, and then it was like, bungee jumping, <laughs> bungee jumping, <laughs> um, bungee jumping. Interesting. Wow. So you could like maybe go on like a lovely little stroll through like Notting Hill, maybe go to like a themed bar, or you go fucking bungee jumping off the fucking Tower of London and fall into the fucking Thames and get resuscitated by the fucking paramedics after the water sends you into fucking shock. <laughs> Um, I don't know how I feel about bungee jumping on fucking Valentine's Day, honestly. Um, and it just leaves me with a couple of questions because, like, I'm kind of, like, genuinely curious. Is the bungee jumping, like, establishment, is it going... Uh, do they get more or less sales on Valentine's Day? Like, is is visitlondon.com really, like, driving their sales? Like, <laughs> you know, are they really sending people over there? Um... Like, do they get a commission every time someone, like, shows up with their poor fucking girlfriend who probably just wanted to, like, go to Pizza Express or something? <laughs> and now they have her doing fucking this. They have her strapped up in the fucking harness about to jump off the fucking bridge. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Honestly, I feel like those, like, listicles, they must be, like, AI or something because there's no way someone was sitting around their fucking office and was like, God... What am I gonna write for fucking number 50, 59 on my 65 things to do on London Valentine's Day 2024? Fuck's sake. So hard. But then I, there was another little interesting, interesting tidbit about this listicle, you know, on visitlondon.com. Shout out to them. Maybe I'm sponsored by visitlondon.com. I would love it. Treat of the week, ex visitlondon.com, ex Claudia Winkleman, coming soon to a um, student union near you. Oh my god. Anyways. They also mentioned, like, Instagrammable cafes. Big air quotes around that. 
And, like, my immediate reaction to that is, like, oh, my God, that's so annoying. What do you mean Instagramable cafes, blah, 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 blah. But then I realized, I'm sorry. I'm going to fall for it every single fucking time, bitch. If something is Instagrammable, of course I'm going to go. Of course I am. Like, they know me so well. I am not immune to the Instagrammable cafes. I'm sorry. And it just really reminds me of, like, so back in sixth form, me and my friends, we would, like, go out like purposefully we would we would travel a long time just to go somewhere that we thought would make a good photo like we used to live like on the outskirts of london i'm sorry some people that i know are going to come for me for saying that i live in london i'm sorry i'm sorry okay i'm just i'm sorry um on the outskirts of london okay and we would travel all the way to fucking central to like oh not not even central maybe on the on the other side of central or like away from our ends like just far just to go to some like obscure place to like take a fucking Instagram photo and to not even post it on, a, on as a main post, maybe even just a fucking story. Like for example, I don't know if you guys know like ELNN or NELLLL, you know, you know the fucking cafe I'm talking about. If you do, then you do it. And the girls that know, no. And the girls that don't, they don't. Well, essentially we went all the way there and it was fucking, it was like torrential rain outside. Like in my memory, we were like in, in the fucking storm, basically. It was like waiting to get into this fucking cafe. And there was a massive line as well. Everyone was fucking lined up. It was fucking talk of the town. Everyone's like, oh my God, I get a fucking sick Instagram picture in there. Better fucking get in there. Better get in the fucking line. Better pre-order my fucking um, chocolate cake. Yes, yeah, so we'd wait out in the rain for this fucking cafe just to go in for my little picture. And it was a bonding experience. And you know what? Those Instagram photos will exist for a long time after both me and you are dead because you know i'm not gonna go and delete them you know they're staying up mm -hmm. and even if i do delete them you know they're not actually getting deleted they're staying in my archives we know that for a fact now don't we um so when you know we eventually fucking pass away it will still be living alive and well on my fucking like little motherboard on my iphone 8 plus <laughs> so if you if your valentine is you know inclined in the same way that I am, maybe an Instagram or cafe is the way to go, you know? And if your Valentine doesn't want to take you to an Instagram or cafe, then that might be a red flag because who is going to take your Instagram photos if not them? Mm -hmm. So let's get the, let's get the iOS camera app out and let's get to work. Okay. Oh my God. I've been going for so long. I didn't even talk about the main thing that I wanted to talk about, um, which is, uh, the cute exhibition at Somerset House, which was my planned treat of the week until this morning when I started doing all this research about like, you know, all these different like maybe gifts, you know, whatever. Literally the rest of things I've been talking about. I don't need to recap the podcast in the middle of the podcast. You know what the fuck I've said. Okay, moving on anyway. <laughs> I went to the cute exhibition at Somerset House and it was great. I really liked it actually. I really did not think that I was gonna like it so much because like I, believe it or not guys, I don't really like cute things that much. I'm more about like serious, gritty, like grungy, like I'm just not like other people. <laughs> I just don't like stuff like that. I'm just so sorry. Um, so I didn't expect to like it so much, but I was pleasantly surprised. So I went with my friend um, and we, got student tickets, 14 pounds only. So Kings, let's go. Discount. Um, and uh, it was great. I saw, um, oh my God, guys, I'm sorry. There's loud people in the hallway walking past. There's people laughing in the hallway. 
Are they laughing at me? I hope they are. I hope they're entertained. Don't worry, guys. You're getting a sneak peek right now. A sneak peek. But tune in on Wednesday, people in the hallway, so you can get the, the full story. Full boots on the ground reporting. Anyway, I really need to wrap. Wap? No, I don't need to wrap this up. I need to wrap this up. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> like, I'm literally so sorry. Um... <laughs> Anyways, speed round. I still have so much to talk about, but it's fine. I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was just because, you know, like, you know, when you're like getting the bus like into campus, you can look over, you see the massive fucking Hello Kitty statue. I am not a Sanrio girly myself, but um, so I just I thought it was just going to be that, like just that the whole way through. I was like, oh, my God, the history of Hello Kitty. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. Look at this like toaster. It's got a Hello Kitty on it. And look at this. Oh, my God. It's cinnamon rolling. Oh, my God. It's the, the penguin one. And I'm sure some people would like that. But as I've said, I'm not like other girls. <laughs> um, so I was not about that, but I went anyway. And it wasn't like that. It was like a lot of really cool artists. I saw um, a Lewis Wayne painting or like a, I think it was gouache actually and if you don't know Lewis Wayne is the very is uh I don't know if I would say very famous but he's famous he's I mean he's, he's knowable at least for me for reasons I will explain this artist that is very well known for drawing and painting cats he kind of I think like popularized the idea of like cats being like this like cute thing no one was really doing it like him before that he like he changed all of our lives, to be honest, because, like, I know you bitches love a cute little cat photo. I know you are the bitches sending a picture of two cats together to your to your person in person of no and being like, oh my god, it's us. I know you're doing that. I know you did it today, in fact. Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day? Right, 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 right. Yeah, so he, like, popularized, like, the, the cat shit. Um, and there's this big thing on the internet where people are like, oh my god, the twisted and sick effects of schizophrenia. Because um, he was diagnosed schizophrenic and he spent some time in a mental hospital near the end of his life um and a lot of his art is believed by certain people to have gotten a lot more like psychedelic like trippy vibes like in this time that he was suffering from schizophrenia um and i honestly do not like this interpretation of his work at all because i don't think it's even true i read somewhere that that isn't even accurate we can't know for sure what like like the chronology of his of his like his work is so he could have been making like these these really like complex like abstract like fucking trippy ass art like near the beginning of his career and then had like a completely like realistic cat right afterwards it's not just because he was schizophrenic i i hate that interpretation i think it's kind of ableist even like it's it's giving oh my god the twisted and sick mind of a, of a mentally ill man like no we don't need that girl it's it's 2024 okay well anyway but so he, he he has a lot of cool art. Look at him. Look, Google him. He's really cool. And I saw it in person, and I was really surprised. I was like, oh my god, it's him! It's the guy. Um, so that that was probably my one of my favorite parts of the exhibition. It was just so it was just so pleasant to see you because it was just so surprising. Um, and then you walk through. You see like the shojo like manga stuff, which was cool. Like you saw how it like develops, and I just love that style of illustration i'm just sorry i just love it it's like a guilty pleasure of mine i just think it's so pretty and detailed and although i don't really have a horse in this race specifically i think we do need to return tra to tradition in that respect okay girls we need to go back to that kind of manga art, in my in my humble opinion but that's besides the point so i've officially reached the end of my notes but i'm going to keep trying to talk about the exhibition because i liked it so much um there was a lot of 
not a lot. There was like a contained space for the Sanrio stuff. It was it was just only Hello Kitty. And I learned a fact that she is actually from Alice in Wonderland? Question mark? Through the looking glass, perhaps? I was kind of like not paying attention at this part of the exhibition, to be honest. But um, apparently she's from there. So that's a fun fact for you. And she's five apples tall. Um, yeah. And then uh, you can like go up the stairs and like beyond all of this and there's like all these really nice cool like paintings and sculptures and everything like this. There was like this cool photography and it was just so lovely. I remember there was uh, this one that I was slightly amused by where it was like this big like killer whale like plushy like slumped on a chair and then the plaque was like waffling about something about like capitalism and I was like oh okay <laughs> you know interesting the, the more you know. D don't get me wrong, I, I hate capsules as much as the next day, but I just it was very it was an interesting way to portray that idea, I guess I was just surprised. Maybe I'll the probably my actual like for real favourite parts were the big like immersive sections because there's two rooms that I'm thinking about specifically. There is one with like a bunch of bean bags where you can like go like lie down. Like sorry, I just hit the microphone. Sorry, I just hit you. I hope you're okay. Um <laughs> where you can like go and sit down. And like lie and, and listen to like this like hyper like core I don't even know if that's the right word but it's like this this like girly like poppy like hyper like slay music in the background and it's like you know nice nice vibes and it's like like um it, over in the far corner it's a big room as well so there's, there's lots of people like participating in this there's this wall at the end where you can see like these big like windows like projected onto there with like like pink light and like lovely little curtains and there's like paw prints all over the wall and like sparkles and it's like cute sleigh and like these these um tvs like a tv that you would like play a vhs tape out of um are like set up and they're like playing this video on on repeat of like um i think it's they're like playing like a music video or like a song or something it's, it was it was lovely it was lovely in there um Good vibes. Very Instagrammable, in fact. <laughs> to call back to earlier, very Instagrammable. And then I think my my ultimate favorite part of the exhibition was this um, video that was um, displayed in like this completely dark room with a little bench in it. It was giving Tate Modern, even. Um, it was very much so giving Tate Modern. Uh, so you go and sit down in this dark room. It's very intimate. And there's this video playing over the streets of New York as someone will drive through on, in like the middle of the night and it has the filter on it with like the, the hearts. So every light is a heart. And there's this lovely music playing in the background or whatever. And it was just so cute. I, I went there, I sat there with my friend and we, it was just, it was so, it was just a lovely little memory of mine. Uh, so I would recommend that very much so. There was another section where you could like play like some games, like like uh, some arcade games, but they were like cute themed games. Like there's, there's a lot of different sections of this exhibition. I think there will be something for everyone to enjoy. And if not, at least you can get a good Instagram photo. But for the art fans out there, I thought it was I thought it was cool. I thought there was a there was a wide array of stuff. Um and it wasn't just like commercial like Sanrio shit, which I thought it was gonna be. So again, very, very pleasantly surprised with that. Shout out to Somerset House. We went into the uh, the wrong gallery at first. Did you know that there's two separate galleries in there? Did, did anyone know that? Because I fucking didn't. 
so you learn something new every day. But so we went in there, and I, I guess they had been getting it all day because we lined up, and then we're like, "Hello, two tickets to the cute exhibition, please." And they were like, oh, "Actually, that's that's not us, girl. Cross the courtyard, go over the courtyard to the left, and then maybe you'll find it." And I was like, "Okay, so go on. Thank you, girl." Um, and of course, there is the um, cafe going on, like the little like Sanrio pop-up cafe for the cute exhibition. I did not attend that unfortunately but I assume it's cool I've heard that they have a cappuccino that you can get like a little character on of some kind I think um so that sounds nice for anyone who would be that way inclined uh would recommend in theory if I had went but apparently it's expensive so and you have to wait like 45 minutes again like god I have lectures to do (laughs) like I, I gotta go to my fucking ancient history seminar fuck's sake you know And so just to end off this Valentine's Day special, I'm probably gonna hit you with some of my like favorite love songs at the moment. I made a playlist recently, actually, so I can I can get the map specifically. Um, But in the meantime, I might tell you what my favorite like romantic movie would be. Um, My friend has told me over and over again that Pride and Prejudice is the perfect second date movie, which I will agree with. I'll agree with that. I'll give her that. I think it. Yeah good second date so if you're going on a second date with anyone soon then maybe whack on pride and prejudice you know it has tom from succession in it love him kiss 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 to him my personal choices would maybe be how harry met sally because i think that's cute but maybe that's more of a new year's kind of like christmas vibe because that's like one of the, the big scenes and not to split it but there's a big you know new year's scene in the movie if you know you know um and then um, my toxic choice would be Phantom Thread because that is my favorite movie of all time. I love that movie so much. I think it's so fun and good and brilliant. PTA, great stuff. Love you. Kiss, 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 kiss. With music? Music? You know you know what music is, right, guys? Okay. Are we on the same page? I love Cigarettes After Sex. Uh, specifically, K is good. K dot. Yes. Archie, Marry Me by Always uh, is good. I love that one. Can I Stay With You by Nick Gary is a, a lovely little country-esque thing. Whoever knows about music is going to say that's not country, but okay, girl, I don't... Okay, do I do a music degree? No, I don't. I do classics. Okay. They have no music in that one. Thank you very much. And then a lo- all of Matt Maltese's love songs are really good. Love all of those. Um... Uh, Acolyte by Slaughter Beach Dog is one of the most romantic songs ever written, in my opinion. And then also, um, Hopelessly Devoted to You from Greece. I have felt so psychologically damaged while listening to that song at multiple points in my life. So shout out to them, you know. And I think that is going to be the end of the episode. Oh my god, guys. We almost went for like an hour, 20 minutes off an hour. I mean, come on, so much to say, so much to cover. So I think all of you down at the vault who are definitely listening, who I know they just played this whole episode through the loudspeakers and this is your time to calm down. Maybe, maybe slow the party down a little bit. Or maybe, you know what? You know what? Maybe you played this episode for your Valentine and now it's time to maybe scooch a little closer. How about... You reach your arm around them and you look deeply into their eyes and you say, 
hasn't this been a lovely experience that we've had here today? How about I see you again next week? Same time, same place. And I'm signing off from the KCLSU Media Suite, the podcast studio. And word of advice, if you want to download the Focusrite fucking interface, you have to uninstall McAfee first. You're welcome, guys. I'll see you next week. <laughs>